on me, I'm right here. I overexerted myself once again. Uh, Friday and Saturday or Thursday, I can't remember. I've just, I've lost track of time because I really overdo it. Our house is built on a hill at an angle. Okay? So the east side of the house facing the sun. Well, if you don't have a place for water to go, it goes under the house. So I dropped several hundred pounds of soil in front of the foundation of the house and built a nice little, you know, flower garden for the missus. No more water under the house. But now we get a pond every time it fucking rains. Drives me batshit crazy. I hate it. But I have just ignored it and enjoyed ignoring it. Thoroughly enjoyed ignoring it. I like flipping off the pond in my fucking front yard. Well, I got tired of fucking ignoring it. So I dug out a full viaduct right in front of the earthen dam I had built to keep water from rolling under the house. By the way, there's a couple of uh, van-driving steak vendors buried in that earthen dam. The fuckers knocked on my door one too many times. Fuck you and your steaks and your steak deal. You buy the cheapest dog shit steaks you can fucking find, vacuum package it in a buddy's garage, yeah, throw it in an ice chest with no ice driven around in a fucking van with a bad tag all day. Look, I appreciate a good hustle, but the sign's up for a reason. Don't knock on this fucking door at that shit again. Fuck you. I don't want your goddamn magazine subscriptions. Who the fuck reads magazine? If it's not Hustler, I don't even pick it up. What the fuck was I talking about? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I overexerted myself. Anyway, the water doesn't flow into my house anymore. It flows off each side of the house, and I think I'm 22 years old and can still knock that shit out in three hours and be as right as rain, and I can't. It takes me six hours and kicks my fucking ass. Ugh, it's just so hard for a man to stop fucking moving, you know? I don't want to stop moving. I won't. I can help it. You know, I, I have to say, though, I am happy to not be the typical old white guy. And you're probably asking yourself, well, Stan, what's your idea of the typical old white guy? Well, I'm not for sure. George Zimmerman, Travis McMichael, George McMichael, Michael Dunn, Michael Slager, Andrew Lester, Ian Cranston. What, in my eyes, makes them all typical? They were just waiting for an excuse, looking for any excuse to use that gun. And every one of them are setting in prison for the rest of their fucking lives. All the exception to Ian Cranston, who got uh, sentenced to 10 years because he couldn't contain himself when I guess a black guy 
complimented his girlfriend and it pissed him off. He was so fucking insecure. He thought, well, I'll just pull my gun out, kill this guy and ruin my own fucking life too. And I say insecure because insecurity is the only thing that would drive a guy to do something like that. Chicken shits. How'd that work out for you, Ian? Gun don't make you a man. Man don't got to go get a gun and deal with it. Man turn around and handle it like a man. I don't mean jump across the table and start punching a guy in the face. But if somebody compliments your woman, you turn around and say thanks. I appreciate that, man. And if he continues talking to her, make sure she wants to leave. (laughs) Either way, handle it like a man. Pussies and morons go for the gun over something like that. You know why I say that? Because any fucking dildo pussy can pull a gun and pull a fucking trigger. It doesn't take anything. A child can do it. A fucking moron can do it. Gun don't make you man. So let's talk about one of these Billy Badass chicken shits. Another one. Yeah. Florida man has been arrested for aggravated assault. He pointed a gun at a woman's head and threatened to kill her because her friend had backed into his fucking driveway to turn around. Yeah. Terry Vets, 60 years old from Palm Coast, Florida, could not control himself. I guess this just happened over the weekend. He brought a gun into a situation when he saw a white Ford Escape turn around in his driveway. He went flying out the house with his gun. He didn't have the gun drawn yet in his defense, but he did come running. And we have the audio of it, right? Right here. Here's the audio of him screaming at the car. If you didn't catch it, I'd like to play it for you again. And again. Okay, we got it. He even hit the car. Did you hear that? actual audio folks the Ford Escape couldn't escape the fantastic fucking beating it got from Vetch uh oh Mr. Vetch you've already overstepped yeah all that screaming and thumping he did he wasn't even on his property but Vetch wasn't done yet because when the woman the black woman ran out of the house in defense of her friend and she ran out in the middle of the street Vetch met her in the middle of the street and pulled his gun and put it to her forehead and said, I will kill you, fucking moron. He's facing five years in prison. One, he's a pussy. Pulling a gun on a little girl. What's the matter, pussy? That little girl going to kick the ever-living shit out of your big, fat, pink ass? That is not just your driveway, dipshit. That's called a city easement. 30 feet from the center of the road. Better bust out your measuring tape, dipshit, because somebody just turned around backing up your driveway. Fuck off. I know one Oklahoma guy in rural got arrested for that. He took a shot at a girl because she turned around in his country driveway like a fucking moron. And a doctor in Tulsa just last year did the same fucking thing. I think he ran down with a club, though, and busted the windshield or something. He's lucky he didn't get killed. I would have killed him. That's how goddamn moronic that doctor was. 
You dummies, you fucking fly-by-night hotheads who go to every gun show and jerk off every night thinking about the day you get to kill somebody, better pull your fucking head out of your ass. No, sir. You came over there and put a gun to her head. You brought a gun into the situation, right? Yeah, you had to bring your little dick with you because, well, that was the only way you could stand your ground facing down a little girl who might just kick the shit out of your pussy ass. I put it in my pocket before I walked out, and then when she came up into my face, I pulled it out. Furthermore, you did it on public property. He's facing five years for aggravated assault. I know you all don't even understand what you're mad at. They just throw gas on your fire every day with all their bullshit, all their fucker Carlson, Fox, and fuck-up bullshit. I don't know why you keep listening to them. They get you all worked up like the goddamn McMichaels, and then you go out and you waste some innocent kid, and you get to spend the rest of your life getting fucked in the ass by Thunderdick, dummy. And I say dummy because you are dummy gold standard. If you think you have any authority to police anything with your fucking little guns. Had some stupid ass pulling AR-15 on a couple of guys that worked for me out on a back county road one time just because they made the mistake of turning around in his driveway. They didn't even go all the way in his driveway. The ass end of the truck was still on the fucking county road, but didn't keep him from chasing him down his pickup with an AR-15. Well, let me tell you something, dummies. When the law was done with him, he was shaking like a little pussy. Scared shitless, according to the people that saw him. Little bitch. Take his guns away. Your fucking gun doesn't make you a man because any child could do what you do. In, you think your woman's going to get banged the 10 years you're sitting in prison? Or let me ask you, Mr. Vetch, was it worth it? You think your house and your life is still going to be there five years from now? I know you like making excuses, but instead of worrying about coming up with new excuses, why don't you take a moment to think things through before you go grab your fucking gun, you little pussy. Sonic boom over the Capitol yesterday shook everybody up in Washington, D.C. as a a private Cessna, I guess it belonged to some folks at the NRA, went down in Virginia I was reading, I guess it took off somewhere out of the New York area, then went on a southerly route and started dropping 30,000 feet a minute. Well, how many 30,000 feet can a Cessna fucking drop? Only one? There's a clue. I guess it goes without saying, nobody survived the crash. Went down in the Shenandoah Valley, they had to reach the wreck site by foot. That's how they had to um, reach Leonard Skinner's plane crash. Not that that relates to this at all. I just thought I would mention it. Yeah. You know, Ronnie Van Zant probably would have survived that crash had he had done one simple thing. Had his fucking seatbelt on. You see, when the plane started going down, somebody woke him up. He was sleeping on the floor, and they said, we're going down, we're going down. And he goes, oh, quit screwing with me. He goes, no, we're really going down. Well, he got up in the seat, but he forgot to put his seatbelt on, and he was ejected from that seat headfirst into a tree. That's the end of Ronnie Van Zant. Yeah. Buddy Holly, it didn't matter if he wore a fucking seatbelt or not. No. 
you don't survive with half your brain gone. Um, yeah, I read weird things. <laughs> hey, did you know the Buddy Holly plane crash? That investigation is still open. You bet. You know why they haven't closed it yet? Because the airport up there in Iowa is guilty. Anyway, let's get back to the NRA plane crash that happened over the weekend, yesterday. The way the story reads, this old Cessna took off out of New York, suddenly went off course, and I guess dropped 120,000 feet or something, I don't know, 30,000 feet a minute, they said, but um, but it had a straight-line trajectory for the U.S. Capitol. That's right, F-16 fighters were scrambled to intercept. Sonic booms. I don't know if you've ever been through a sonic boom. It'll scare the fuck. It shakes everything. It's the thunder of God. So the F-16s, they uh, they met the Cessna in the air outside of Washington. F-16 fighter pilots said that it looked like the pilot of the Cessna was unconscious. You know, from their vantage point, they could see him inside the window. I guess he's unconscious. Well, okay. Is there any more to the story? How about the co-pilot? What the fuck was he doing? Reading a book? Were there any lights on in the back of the plane? Were they having a tea party back there or something? Did they know their pilot was unconscious? Well, they're saying it looks like, you know, lack of uh, cabin pressure is probably what caused the uh, plane to go down. I agree. There's usually a loss of cabin pressure when a Sidewinder missile goes flying through it. by Capitol Police while singing National Anthem. That's right. South Carolina Children's Choir was stopped by Capitol Police while singing the National Anthem. That's according to the extremist far-right propaganda papers this morning. They stopped our children from singing the National Anthem. That's what they're saying. Gee, you know, I listened to that recording about three or four times from start to finish. At no point did anybody try to stop him, liar. Oh, yeah, there's more to the story. Well, let's hear the national anthem ending again. just ended. What are you doing? The extended dance remix? Oh, you're doing another version in another language. So basically, something that isn't allowed in the Capitol. They don't allow dancing, they don't allow singing, they don't allow a lot of things for security reasons because the hillbillies will attack the Capitol and kill police. we go once again it's not the kids at all 
it's the adults pushing the kids out front, using them like pawns. You see, it wasn't enough that they were allowed to get away with breaking the rule. I agree with security letting them sing it. It was freaking beautiful. Everybody had their hands on their hearts. Even security was applauding. It was gorgeous. But then the vindictive assholes who run them kids said, we're just going to keep on singing. You're going to sing it in another language. And had they been allowed? And by the way, that this crazy nutty ass version they sang, they were allowed to get away with two-thirds of it before they were finally shut down. Nobody was even paying attention to them anymore except for the people who brought them. Once again, the spoiled asshole turds are taking it further than they should, always. You see, singing the national anthem with those kids, it was beautiful. It was patriotic. They broke the rules, but eh, sometimes you let shit slide, especially if it makes people feel good about their country. But the folks in charge of these kids decided they were going to take it further and just keep pushing and taking more and getting more and just keep on hitting it until somebody gets on to you. And the second they get on to you, you play the victim. They shut us down for singing the national anthem. That didn't happen. And then Fox and fuck-ups will lie about it Monday morning with all the right-wing newspapers. You fucking dildos are so predictable, weak-minded, and stupid. Would you please grow up? You cannot justify it. You were allowed to get away with a little bit, and like the typical little shit you are, you decided you were going to take it as far as you possibly could. It went from being a selfless act of patriotism to a hateful, cynical, radicalized, false story. Another one. You people are so full of shit, except the fact you fucked up and you're the bad guy right now. People do not like you. I see a Trump flag. I see pure fucking trash, gutless trash. Because you and your pussy can't back up a single solitary fucking thing you've been bitching about. You're a spoiled, fit-throwing little asshole. You've embarrassed yourself. If you're not embarrassed, you should be. Because you're not a sign of strength. P. Diddy's son, Justin Combs, 29, was arrested for DUI over the weekend. Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family lists his $1.6 million Seattle home ahead of a brain surgery. Unfortunately, Stan the Joke Man now has something in common with Danny Bonaducci. Well, once he's done with his surgery, we'll have both had brain surgery. So he's selling his house, I guess, to pay for his brain surgery. Michael J. Fox fell on stage at a Back to the Future Expo. Shit-faced. He walked out onto a stage. I mean, he had the gait of somebody that had a couple of two-befores stuck in their pant legs, but, hey, he was doing it on his own. Good for him. He lost his balance, and he fell. Everybody started laughing at him, flipping him off. Suck this in the future, man. Oh, bless his heart. He walked out on the stage, and... Really wasn't that bad. I saw the video. He lost his balance. He lost his footing, and he fell onto the couch. But then he jumped up and said, "I'm okay." 
every fucking story has to be sensationalized. I've seen five reporters this morning still making a big deal out of Joe Biden's fall. Don't you fucking idiots have anything else to write about? They're still talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. Who gives a fuck? Let's put that thing in the Smithsonian and forget about it. (laughs) You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. You never like to write a letter, comment on the show, support the show financially, advertise, anything of that nature, please. Hit me up at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. Yeah. Appreciate all the letters I get here from everyday average Americans and around the world. Dear Stan, I've been divorced for three years. Rowan, my ex, was the love of my life. He helped me raise my three children from previous marriage. Unfortunately, Rowan cheated and it broke my heart. My problem is my son blames me for the divorce. To say our relationship is stress would be putting it mildly. Also, I can't seem to get over Rowan. He's all I think about. I miss our family unit. How do I get over him? How do I mend my heart? I recently tried dating, but no one compares to Rowan. I need my son back in my life. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I'd like to preface my response by saying I am not clinically trained. I'm not a psychiatrist in any way. I'm just fucking crazy, and crazy's worth hearing out. Um, I think you're both still mourning. Fuck, Rowan must have been one hell of a man. Look how much you all still hurting. Hurting in his absence. Fuck. Don't even think about dating right now. You're not over Rowan. As far as your son blaming you for the divorce, he needs to understand. Well, if if he's a child, I can't help you there. I mean, I would imagine you'll probably get over it in time or he'll understand as he gets older. But if he's an adult, if he is an adult man or old enough to understand then he's old enough to understand that it's none of his fucking business. How dare him try to attach blame or shame to anybody? It's none of his fucking business. Do you hear loud and clear, hard heads? Marriage has nothing to do with kids, and kids have absolutely nothing to do with marriage. You need to get that in your fucking head because it is so. Children are the byproduct of happy marriages, families. That's a completely different ball game. But as far as the marriage is concerned, the sanctity of marriage needs to be guarded and protected by the only two people involved, the husband and wife. That's it. My mom has a friend, I mean, somebody I've known all my life. She's lived next door to us. And they were having a uh, kind of a high school reunion get-together just a month or so ago. Well, my mom's friend, who was obviously there as well, was having a couple of beers, enjoying herself, and her son called. Well, she put her son on speakerphone. She wanted to show off her son to all her friends. Hi, son. Hey, what are you doing, mom? I'm just having a couple of beers visiting. Well, that son lit into her like a firecracker, cussing her, yelling at her, telling her she shouldn't be drinking beer and blah, 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 blah. Get off your high horse shit ass. Totally humiliated his mother. Humiliated her in front of all of her friends. 
The sun got way too big for his fucking bridges. Oh, no, no, no. You can't. I care about my mom as an excuse. That was your excuse to bitch. Now you're just being selfish. That old lady has made her bones. She has made her bones and she has paid her dues. And yeah, it may not be the best thing for her health-wise, but she knows what she's doing. And if she wants to unwind a little bit and crack a beer with some old friends, you just keep your fucking mouth shut, okay? You talk to her about it later, like an adult would. Like an adult would. And lady, as far as your son goes and Rowan, nah, like I said, you guys are still mourning. Except the fact you're not over it. None of you are over it. You may never get over it. My advice to you is, you and your son, you need to find a church. You need to find a counselor. You need to find somebody and go together. I am so glad this depressing fucking show is over. I was in a good mood before I started this shit show. What the fuck happened? I don't give it. I'm not doing deer stand again for a little while, I don't think. You're all fucking bringing me down. Damn. Hey, uh, whatever the fuck. I'll be back Wednesday, high noon. <laughs> Bombing down Poinsettia. Chapter 7 is coming up Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Bombing down. It's the book I wrote about my three-year experience in L.A. as a kid. Anyway, Chapter 7, Touch of Class, is coming up this Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, as well as Stan the Joke Man Show. High new. Till then. Bye, Candios, me amigos. Yeah, it's been a long night, and the mirror's telling me to go home. But it's been a long time since I felt this good on my own. A lot of years went by with my hands tied up in your ropes Forever and ever, no more The midnight sky is the road I'm taking
I don't belong to anyone. Oh no.